Hello, hello, my darlings. This is Micah Riot with another episode of Ink Medicine Podcast. Today, I wanted to chat with you about a question I get quite often. Do you have to be a great artist in order to become a tattoo artist? And the short answer, no, you don't. But we're here for the long answer, not the short one. First, about my own story. I did not go to art school. I thought about it. I drew since I was a kid. I took art classes since I was a kid. But my education in art was never very formal. I took very casual little kid classes at a zoo with this like old school old man teacher with a long white beard. And he encouraged us to just draw. He didn't teach us perspective or light, light sources. He was like, you have a thing in your mind, just draw it. And he would just watch us draw and help us. Um, and that's when I was probably about seven or eight. And I just drew at home a lot. Like I was an only child. So I played with art and I was really into games that required some drawing. I had this game that had these like plastic panels that you would arrange in a certain way to create outfits and then you would like put paper over them and rub mark like rub color like a solid color thing over them it would create pictures and then you would take other plates that had patterns and then put patterns into the clothing that you just created with these um i don't know if you have ever seen anything like this this was a toy that i had when i was yeah like six, seven years old in Russia. So this was the really, really early 90s, late 80s. And I don't know if this toy came from Europe or where, um, but I had it. Uh, so I was into drawing my whole life. I was also into writing. I mean, I was into everything just like I am now. And when I came to the States at 12 years old, I was able to doodle more in classes. And then I took some art classes through community college and some design classes. And that was kind of the extent of my art education. And I thought about going to art school for college, but the rational kind of part of me and also my family that yeah, everybody was like, what are you going to do with an art education? Like you're going to teach, you're going to, what you think going to be a working artist. That's not a thing. So I went to school for women's studies instead. To be honest, getting an art degree from an art school would have been helpful. But who knows if it would have led me to becoming a tattoo artist. It's possible that I would be doing graphic design or teaching art classes to kids or something like that at this point. So even though I don't believe that everything happens for a reason or that you have one path only, I'm really glad that I'm tattooing. It really feels like the thing I'm really here to do, the thing that um, fits me the best in the world of people having to have jobs in order to survive in this system, this capitalistic um, system that we live in. So back to the question. When I started tattooing or when I was thinking about whether or not I could tattoo, um, one of the people that I was inspired by did not do tattoos that looked like things, right? Like she didn't render 
um, specific animals or people or things in the everyday life. Like, so her work wasn't realistic. It was quite abstract and following the contours of the body. And then even when she created art that wasn't tattoo art, it was still on the abstract side. And I, as a, you know, 20, I was 24 at the time and starting out and I was like, well, I have to be able to do kind of everything. People mostly want um, things that they can imagine and voice. Abstract work was not very popular. And this person had been tattooing by that point for a couple decades and had had to do, you know, the things that people wanted and then kind of came out with her own style and was doing only what she wanted to do. She had the privilege to do that. So I was like, even if that's what I want to do, it's going to be a while before I can. And still, having seen and observed a tattoo artist that was not tattooing things that required what you think of when you think of drawing skills, um, I was inspired, began to believe that I could be a tattoo artist without having an art education or without being able to really draw because even though I could, you know, I could draw a little bit, I wasn't really wasn't somebody who could sit down and somebody would say, draw a bouquet of flowers. And I would just draw a beautiful bouquet of flowers without having a reference or really um, a photograph or something. I can, you know, look at things and put them down on paper. So when you say being a good artist or having good drawing skills, I never thought of myself as being a person who had that, although I recognize that perhaps other people would have looked at me and what I could do and and say that was good art skills. But even as I started tattooing, and this was Google was around and we still had reference books, I definitely struggled when people would say, this is what I want. I struggled rendering it on paper so that then I could tattoo it on their skin. And it would take me a long time in many references, you know, if somebody said, I want a horse, I want a belly dancer, like I did this tattoo one time and spent a long time drawing the piece and it turned out adorable and I love it. Still love um, the drawing. I still have the drawing, but it always would take me so long. And I saw other people at the shop who had better drawing skills do it real quick. You know, like they would sketch out a thing, they would draw it, it would look beautiful, um, and it felt more useful and less torturous what they would be doing. But honestly, I quickly realized that people are happy to collaborate, even though a lot of people have ideas about what they want and visions about how that would look. Most people come to you because they think you're the expert and they want you to suggest things. They want you to change things. They want you to make things more beautiful, more interesting, more than what they could have imagined. Very few people have come to me with a drawing that really resembled um, a good tattoo, but regardless, the reference is always nice. Like I want to see what it is that you see in your head. It really helps me create your piece for you. But yeah, most clients um, want collaboration and that was really helpful in understanding that it was helpful to have their trust in me. It was helpful to know that they thought I was good enough for them. And even if it took me a long time, um, and now it takes me a little bit less time, but even if it took me a long time, I um, would still be able to come up with something they thought was beautiful. 
I became a better artist through tattooing. I learned, you know, in the last 15 years, I've had to look at so many references and photographs and other tattoos and um, create images that were beautiful. And so I collected along the, you know, along the way, a set of tips and tricks for myself to um, recognize what, you know, what drawing has to be in order to be beautiful and to sit well in the skin. And it has a lot to do with S-curves and um, contrast. And that is something I really learned as I worked. And so perhaps you don't have to be good at drawing necessarily when you're starting out. You do have to learn. And I'm still not as good at drawing as many other tattoo artists. Most people around me who are tattoo artists are probably better drawing artists than I am. But I am an artist, and I do know how I have an innate feeling for how things should be placed, how things should be spaced, how things look on a curvature of someone's body. Um, and so that brings me to my next point. I think that in tattooing, drawing skills are one thing, but design skills are another. And I would say that design skills are just as important, if not more, for a successful tattoo. And what I mean by design is having a feeling and a knowing and an intuition about how big a piece should be, how it should sit on the skin, which exact spot to put it onto, how a line should wrap around the body part, what is going to be, um, what is going to look like it belongs on the body instead of something that just looks like slapped on like a sticker onto a water bottle, right? Um, so that feeling and that sense, I would say accounts for like half, like 50% of a success, um, of the success of a tattoo. And the last thing is that art is subjective. There is no uh, piece that you could show to many, many people that everybody would say is absolutely, you know, perfect and beautiful. The most famous paintings, somebody will be in, enamored by, somebody will be enthralled by, and somebody else will be completely bored by and would say, so what? This doesn't touch me. So there's an inner, there's other qualities in art besides being beautiful. I've seen some really lovely, you know, drawings that were like, okay, that is a horse. It's a really nice looking horse. But there was no energy in them, no life, no sparkle. And then I would see drawings that are very experimental, maybe very scratchy, um, maybe very purposefully messy looking, um, you know, very simple shapes. And they have so much energy and they have so much uh, such an impact that they, you know, they really, um, they do something to you when you look at them. They give you a feeling. And to me, that's what good art is. Um, it changes you as you look at it. It gives you an experience. So do you have to be a good artist to become a tattoo artist? No, you don't have to be a good artist because good is subjective. You do have to be an artist. I believe a good tattoo artist is first of all an artist. And what I mean by that is somebody who can express what's inside of them in a way that touches another person. You have to have a drive to create. That I believe is a mark of an artist as well. And you have to have intuition about things that you see, things that you feel, how things should be how they should work on the body, what feels right and what doesn't feel right. And then you have to be not lazy about making that happen. 
it could take you like three or four tries of putting on a stencil or of thinking through your shading of a piece before you hit that right one. So you have to put the effort forth. That's it. That's your answer. You're welcome. Uh, I also wanted to say somewhere in here and the end of the episode seems to be a good place to put it is that I am such a vibes person or energy person, as I would say before, and vibes as the kids say now, like energy is everything to me and it's everywhere and I feel it. And I'm so, um, toward, like I am such an energy forward person. I read it. I feel it. I give it. So I love abstract tattoos and I love it when somebody just goes, here's a body part, do something cool on it. It doesn't have to be a specific thing. I love tattooing that way. I love working that way. I love taking a vibe and creating it, putting it onto the skin. I love summarizing a poem on the skin in just like colors and shapes and directionality and movement and sparkle and a little designy kind of a experimental type of thing. Um, I will post a couple of pictures along with the show notes on my website for this episode of exactly what I mean, the types of tattoos that I think really accomplish that. Um, but yeah, I'm grateful that we live in a time where tattoo art, my art can really feel like my own art. It doesn't have to feel like I'm trying to draw something that I do not naturally feel drawn to draw on um, paper or body. And I'm grateful to be living and tattooing at this time. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you being here. Please rate and review. I say it every time. I don't have any new reviews. So please do that. I would really appreciate it. Have a good rest of your day. Mm-hmm.